Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and we have a full dais today, Diaz? I don't know what the word is, but uh, we got Jordan Lang, James Grenfell, and Vinny Monea all in the house for the first time with the new studio with four mics, four different headphones. We're getting legit, everybody. Jordan, how are you? Dude, I'm good. I haven't seen you since the last time you were on, which was before quarantine. So. Yeah, well, I mean, we saw each other digitally. Digitally, yes. Yeah, I, I did do uh, a Zoom call for one of the episodes. Oh, that is true. But also, it's it's not the same if it's I can't get that same. sweet, sweet Jordan scent on me. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Likewise here. Um, uh, James, how are you? I haven't seen you since the last time you were on, I believe. Not yeah. e- even virtually included. Yeah, I know. This is the first time you're getting my musk again. <laughs> yeah, I miss this uh, miss the studio. I, I just realized it's probably a good power move having the sword right behind you. Oh, yeah. As we're staring at it's you. Close, it's closest yeah. to Vince over here, but I'm not too worried about him uh, lashing out. But Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vince, like, how are you? Uh, I'll be the, the Ned Stark to your uh, Robert Baratheon. Always loyal. Yes, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yes. yes. Bend the knee. Swear fealty to me. It, yes, your grace. <laughs> Vince is the Ned Stark of this friend group. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, I, Thank you. I think of him more as the Renly Baratheon, but uh, <laughs> whatever works. <laughs> so, um, Jordan well, I is... I have a peach in my pocket right now for some reason. Oh, my reason. God. You have a peach, in your, a peach in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see <laughs> I don't see with Vince, you don't know if it's a euphemism or if he actually does have a peach in his pocket. Yeah. Honestly, I'm looking at his pocket and like, that peach is fucking crushed. Those are some tight-ass jeans, but... Napoleon, <laughs> give me some of your tots. <laughs> um, uh, Jordan's on the pod. As everyone knows, Jordan likes to bring his homemade kombucha, but we are mixing it with a bean flicker outside ale can today. Try that. Um, but, uh, Jordan, explain a little bit about this batch. Uh, so, uh, this is my most creative batch yet, but it's, it's also uh, very simple. So, kombucha is typically brewed with a tea. I simply took that concept and replaced the tea with coffee. And the reason oh. why I did this is because I have a friend who uh, owns a a bakery, a Japanese pastry shop out in Clausen. It's like a, like a nice little Japanese cafe. And he actually uh, has my kombucha on his menu. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, oh, shit. So uh, what is it called? Uh, I don't know. Uh, kombucha Joe. Uh, uh, <laughs> I thought it was Camp Bucha. Camp Bucha is just what I call anything I make, honestly. <laughs> so Now, uh, and what's the name of the bakery again? Uh, it's called White Wolf. If anyone is in Clawson, it's amazing. He um, Yeah, he I've had some of the things. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he uh, was at my uh, sister's birthday, and he brought a bunch of leftovers. I, tried I some ate too, so Nick. many things. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I hate so many. Yeah, you remember it's, me? That's amazing. <laughs> he's also he's also got a liquor license, which is why you can carry the kombucha. Oh yeah, we'll hit him up. Let's do a live show out there. Come on. Uh yeah, honestly, he might. We have the tools now, everybody. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, shall I pop this open? You shall pop it, oh, James. How has your quarantine been, dude? It's it started out, yeah, pretty shitty. Like you know, oh, you yeah. just realize you're stuck alone in your apartment, and then, um, yeah. I don't know, just a lot of lot of fucking video games, and uh, thankfully we ended up getting some camping halfway halfway done with the quarantine. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was talking about uh, on my well that sucked podcast. My brother's like, well, 
yeah, we started this podcast at the beginning of quarantine, and we are now in the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's just been pretty shitty, to be honest. <laughs> Not gonna sugarcoat it. Yeah. <laughs> I did pick up uh, pick up some new hobbies, though. I started uh, after my good buddy Vinny over here. Getting... Beer number one, sports. How rude. In- intros are gonna be a little bit into the sports segment anyway, but who wants to talk about the Lions? So let's keep it with this conversation for a minute. Yes, let's <laughs> please do. Uh, anyways, what are these new hobbies, James? Oh, started painting miniatures. So uh, if you're familiar with D and D, as we uh, covered in our last uh, podcast yep, yep. together, uh, yeah, it's, you can get uh, little small miniatures as you and uh, you can play them in the field, you know, but they start unpainted. Does does D and D count as a sport in the way that chess counts as a sport? Uh, I would say so. I would say no, because it is a cooperative storytelling game, and because it's there's so much storytelling, that's why I'd say it's not a sport. All right, well, we're breaking the rules for this segment. We are talking about, and Jordan, as usual, your kombucha tastes like dirty socks. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah, we're I got mixing a little something. this. I already forgot yeah, about so that. So the kombucha isn't a wine. Uh, this oh. is just regular kombucha. Oh, uh, so at max, it's going to be like 3%. So uh, I brought some bean flicker to mix with it. Yeah. figured it's coffee and coffee, so why not? And this bean flicker is made by Odd Side Ales. It's something I've heard before, but I've never been into like darker beers. But it says, sure to surprise your palate. This beer is extremely smooth, session-able, blonde ale with notes of vanilla and coffee. Wow, you've never had bean flicker before? Um, not on the podcast. I don't know if I've ever had it in the, you should, the natural world. You should just take one of these. Yeah, take a sip of it on its own. It's it's really good beer. I, I will say, Jordan, very good. these actually, your kombucha Ooh, and the this good. bean flicker uh, mix together very well, actually. Let me try it's, the mix. Yeah, it, it's I like, just took a sip. It's pretty good. This is the first time I'm trying this combo. It, mm. It's like, uh, yeah. have you ever... It's, uh, like a, it's like a... It's like a uh, coffee, chocolatey, and then like kind of makes it like a sour taste. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's sour. that's German. This is like reminding me of like uh, Germany because then the Germans really like their mixed drinks, and this this taste these taste really good together. Perfect. Well, here, here. cheers, yeah. Prost. cheers, everybody. The first uh, four way podcast with everyone having their own mics. Let's get dirty. Let's a Jeffrey tube in this shit. Come is on. this an orange slice, <laughs> by the way? Right here. What? Oh, no, that is that is a kombucha phlegm, I believe. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's bacteria. Probably, it's probably it's good. It's up. good for you, yeah. but it's it's yes, it is mm. bacteria. <laughs> it's good cultured bacteria. All right. Yeah. Some people pay extra for that. Yeah. Very. It's very good <laughs> you know, you for your microbiome. Is that Excellent. is that what they call a scoby, or is that just excess? Scoby is a symbiotic culture of bacterial yeast. So yeah, technically it's like a baby scoby right there. So you got a little floater. No, okay. Is this is this considered vegetarian? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know bacteria how vegan, are <laughs> You know, bacteria lives matter to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and it's like James. You know, the, so if you ever you know see the scoby and you're wondering whether it's good or not, just you know, this is one situation where actually being racist will really help you out because if the scoby <laughs> is like white. Then it's good, but if it's turned black, then it's bad to drink. So yeah. heard it here f- on Split Six <laughs> first, folks. <laughs> yeah. Completely misinformed. Yeah, it just means a uh, white scoby just means it's a fresh one. It's yeah. younger. 
but it doesn't mean uh, it's no reflection of the uh, bacterial production it can uh, provide you. Yeah, Vince, I it's feel like, like Jordan, I, stop puncturing my hateful <laughs> worldview with your facts. Stop it. <laughs> Anyways, everybody, so um, we're on to sports, a segment where I know the three of you don't know much about. <laughs> so. uh, hold up. <laughs> yep, all right, we're getting into there the hold up. There we go, everyone. Jordan, what are we talking about for this segment? We're talking about motherfucking camping. <laughs> yes, yeah. back to the camping. You and James just yeah. had a camping trip, I believe. Uh, yeah, we actually went to back-to-back camping trips. Uh, so nice. two I weeks ago, two more before that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> we should we just talk about our our, our 2020 camping experience? Yeah, let's hear it. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, as we kind of briefly went over, uh, there was a quarantine hiatus with camping. Uh, mm-hmm. Big Gretch shut down mm-hmm. our first camping trip planned this year. Yeah, that's why I plotted to kidnap her. <laughs> <laughs> I understood where they were coming from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, really, I mean, when I found out that you know, uh, hobby shops would be closed, you know, for, uh, you know, some period of months. Mm-hmm. I, I decided to myself, well, it's time to found the U.S. equivalent of ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Although, what would our our militia name be, though? Uh, well, Wolverine Watchman, I'm not going to lie, uh, that actually is a pretty badass name. But for a militia? As a state no, fan a, and a fan of the show, Watchmen, I disagree, and I'm really mad that they took both of those. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's just like the name, the, the fact that they chose that name is even worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like they completely missed out. It's like they, it's so ironic, right? Yeah. That, like well, they don't I, realize how ironic it is I, for them to choose that because there was that whole mm-hmm. uh, white supremacy group that followed like Nixon's uh, reign mm-hmm. in that show. I mean, was it ironic or were they just a bunch of white supremacists? A bunch of I fucking don't white know. supremacists, <laughs> and they just like the name Watchmen and Wolverine uh, being Michigan. So. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a bunch of dumb like, fucking hillbillies. Well, and it's thing. like I think it was two of them. Two of these guys were in in the United States military. Like, one had left, like, a little bit ago, like, before this all came to light, and the other was technically still in the military when he was arrested for, you know, uh, essentially plotting a terrorist act. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, he's, you know, dishonorably discharged. Of course. But it's like, dude, how can you freaking be in the army and... Be like, you know what sounds really good to me right now? Some terrorism. <laughs> America. USA. USA. Yeah. USA. It's like, it's like I'm just imagining this guy like being deployed in uh in like Afghanistan and like going up to like some Taliban fighter and be like, so like uh you guys like like freedom much? Like, because I kind of, like, think your group is kind of cool. Well, he's got to have gotten the idea from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, back to the, the camping. Yes. Uh, we had a trip planned in uh, May uh, and got canceled. Camping came back, I think, late June. Uh, we went to um, Manistee Forest. We found yeah, a nice big place. shout out to that place. Yeah. Like, uh, Seeing Creek, if anyone's looking for a group campsite, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and we only had a group of, like, Six people <laughs> when it accommodates 30. <laughs> Who all went? Uh, let's see. It was me and James, obviously. Uh, my girlfriend, Brooke. And then, Shout out to Brooke. Uh, let's see. And my cousin, David, and his wife, Laura. 
Nice. I think that's the whole group, right? Yeah, we had a big. That is that is um uh, only five people. Five people. Five people for a thirty <laughs> Luca. person campsite. Luca, was there. Luca, my dog Luca. Luca counts. <laughs> All right. So we had six people. It was beautiful weather the whole time. Uh, it was had nice hiking trails. It was a very good spot. Um, where did we go after that? Was that um, Hocking uh, Hills? Yeah, we went down to Ohio, Hocking uh, Hill State Park. It's very nice. Uh-huh. Uh, they, it's like a hidden gem of Ohio. Like mm. honestly, redeems almost the, the entire fucking state. <laughs> almost Wait, is, is, that, is that where Dennis Kucinich is hiding? Uh, There's a lot of good hiding places there. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. They had it, it's like a very uh, shoot. What's the best word? A lot of a glacial and geological uh, formations there, I guess. So, so, you know, in the Midwest, you know, it was covered in glaciers once upon a time, forming all our Great Lakes. And so as they were cutting through Ohio, um, there's still all these, like, very interesting, like, canyons throughout this, like, deep deep wood forest. Miles of it. It, It's like the Grand Canyon of the Midwest. Okay, and, and it's in fucking Ohio. Yeah, yeah, and you Not can go, big, you can see every so single one of the sites too in a day too. Really, um, they're pretty well, uh, like paved, so it, it attracts a lot of people. Yeah, uh, we went and it was fucking storming. There was like lightning <laughs> going on, and we as we are pulling up, people are leaving because of thunderstorms rolling through. Yeah, and we're just like, well, this is our only chance to do it. So we uh, just you know did the trails, and it was pretty much all to ourselves. Did you guys get soaked? Uh, no. Uh, there's nice. there enough coverage from the trees. The, nice. the rain was very mild, but nice. there was a like, nice ambiance from the rainfall and like yeah. some thunder every Dude, now and again. Dude, this sounds magical. It honestly was. Reminded yeah. me of uh, Mon Hen from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Let's get a running count going for how many Lord of the Rings references. <laughs> we got one so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you know, Amon Hen is actually was filmed in an, a national park in New Zealand, so how fitting that a hey, you know, wilderness great. area here in the United States would echo that. Yeah, we can film a very B version of Lord of the Rings in Ohio. <laughs> very B <laughs> version. <laughs> oh, that's great. Very, very. Mayor of the Rings. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we can get some. I'm sure we can find some like Ku Klux Klansmen to stand in for the orcs. Oh, like, yeah. Vince is bringing wow. up all these white supremacists. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, the, these uh, superior race people, they definitely look like orcs. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So Vince is on to something there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, great again. Yes. So, like, they're the. the this is the Urkai with the orc race perfected. <laughs> so too are the clansmen, the human race perfected. <laughs> um, uh, so when you guys go on these camp, because you guys do this like annually, right? Because you originally planned this for May. Uh, oh yeah, so that one actually, um, that trip was Wilderness State Park. It's um, uh-huh. it's in like Carp Lake. It's just about like uh, three miles away from Mackinac City, right at the top of the mitten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a nice place because it's an easy drive up seventy five. It's about four hours, but it's an easy drive. Yeah, and uh, it's some of the best stargazing if you get the circumstances right, mm-hmm. like a new moon and clear skies. Shout well, out to New Moon Distributing. Hey. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, that date we had originally picked was a new moon. got canceled and turned out to be perfect skies. And uh, like, we missed out. I was really bummed. Uh, but anyways, uh, I do that trip 
every year, more than once sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that actually brings us to our last trip. But before we get, uh, because we uh, eventually rescheduled for a a mid-October for the wilderness trip. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I want to actually talk about probably one of the more, more special trips that I've done this year. And that was a backpacking experience with that me and James just went on. Yeah, uh, the ones that I was seeing, seeing all those Instagram pictures of. Yes, yes. It was quite the event. Was it just the two of you? Yeah, it was just yep. me and him. Hell yeah. Uh, that We went back, uh, I was mentioning uh, Manistee, uh, mm. we, the, that Seeing Creek spot. So there is a trail loop. It's about like a 24-mile loop. And we learned about it by going to that, that forest. And me and James uh, just went back there and we were just going to backpack the whole trail. Yeah. And yeah, it's a really popular trail, the Manistee yeah. River. Yeah, the Manistee River Trail Loop. And yeah, you can like just search it up. 24 miles. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we just- How many days? Um, Three? Yeah. yeah, a little bit over like 48 hours total. Uh, we showed up like Friday, like late afternoon. Like mm-hmm. um, oh, We got there like three. I, I we uh, I actually have the whole terrible. thing tracked on my GPS. Oh, nice. uh, so <laughs> like I just to see like where we walked and like where we stopped and all that. Yeah. And it was around like um, like four thirty. We hit the trail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first day was kind of hilarious because we got lost. <laughs> so we got off trail, mm-hmm. and then we had we realized we had to pretty much walk like up a uh, like. 300 feet or something up at like a 70 degree incline on oh soft dirt with oh. very little trees it oh. took everything out of us and this is within the first hour yeah and just wearing <laughs> humongous backpacks on you yeah, we're carrying much. 45 Jesus. pounds on our backs yeah and i'm not a fan of heights because i'm always <laughs> terrified of falling is it's, it like is it like a cliffs on the on the uh, other side just like a dirt slope it, that is uh, very, very steep, steep slope yeah. Do you have any mishaps where you fall down and have to restart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably uh, restart learning how to walk. <laughs> yeah, uh, a fall like with that much weight on your back and like how many like objects that could like like poke out and like, oh, like get you like that. It's just that uh, I don't want to think about it. It's, mm. it's a fucking nightmare. Just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> just so how many how many miles did you average a day then? If you did it in like, like so, two days, uh, it's hilarious because well, I mean if it's 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 uh, twenty four miles, we did three days, eight miles a day. But first our original day. game plan was like we're gonna kill it Friday. We're gonna you know we're gonna hike power through it and then saturday we're just gonna be leisurely walking we're gonna be you mm-hmm. know smoking and drinking <laughs> just having a good time leisurely down the trail mm-hmm. and then sunday we'll just wrap it up and we'll be like you know five miles away yeah yeah and so out of the 24 miles that we were planning on chugging through a friday we got like one mile on the first day yeah we got a mile and a half one now. mile on the first day <laughs> yeah that, that wow. slope took a lot out of us how high you know how high the slope was yes we were um at uh a thousand foot elevation ah. yeah Damn. i will i will always bring a topological map though no. for every every trail i do and, i don't uh, i don't know my backpack would just be riddled with beer cans the entire time i don't think there's enough alcohol i could hardly in my backpack yeah. to, like i would have to i would have to change it to dirty ass vodka oh backpackers yeah, yeah backpackers choice is liquor yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a lot lighter but heavier yeah. you, know, you know it's imperishable like keeps uh, you warm yeah mm-hmm. 
I mean, not to bring this back to where I always bring it to Bonnaroo, but we did average 10 miles a day walking during that festival. Yeah, well, if you want to get to our second day, we knew we had to make up some lost ground because we were planning to at least do eight miles on the first day (laughs) at the minimum. Uh, We we fucking killed it on day two, though. At that point, I'd be, like, making a fucking cart that I could put my backpack on to just rickshaw behind me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We met, like, someone, like, fucking running the trail. Actually, like they had like this this just small backpack with a hydration sack. Apparently, they ran the entire twenty four mile loop. Isn't it like, weird how insane some people are? Yeah, yeah. And and we also saw some reenactors mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah. What? What? Yeah, what? They had, like Greenfield Village. Type fucking shit. gore nice. flask. Nice. <laughs> sure they just weren't Amish people. Full on. Well, probably. <laughs> they could have been. They, they had like an old fashioned A frame uh, pack that they crafted out of <laughs> yeah, sticks and shit. Yeah, just like uh, like a cloth backpack, a gourd like flask Boy, around their neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. almost people just carrying a bindle, like asking for a spare change. They, they <laughs> were they were completely decked down in colonial attire, and it was just like holy That's shit, awesome. And they were coming like the opposite way from where we started, so you know they're just wrapping up. That's yeah. they're awesome. finishing up the whole loop. Uh, you sure you didn't travel back in time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure uh, that we didn't. But I'm fantastic. not sure if those guys just traveled forward in time. <laughs> True. Or like, we'll just swing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fit into society, so what do they know? They know fucking hiking. Yeah. <laughs> so would you say that that slope? Would you count it on the first day, right? Yeah. That was the hardest part of the of the trail, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Did you get like a like a nice easy like we can just surf down this bitch on the back end of the slope? Or is it just the no, slow No, really. It just got, kind of got hilly because um, it's not just the Manatee River Trail. Mm-hmm. Half of the uh, the whole loop is the North Country Trail, which is a very long trail that goes through the entire Midwest. Got you. Uh, it's kind of like uh, the Pacific Crest Trail or the uh, the Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. uh, but it's the Midwest. Going to go hike the Appalachian Trail, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know if I would do that. Pacific Crest, <laughs> I want to hike the whole thing, but I would love to do Pacific Crest. Isle Royale. That's Isle Royale is the top for Michigan. So, like quite literally, the most northern peak of land you guys, in Michigan. You guys had to have been like dead tired and like starving as fuck. Like you guys just brought. Did you guys bring enough food? Oh, let's talk Ooh. about some food here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So First one of my my favorite things about camping, if not the favorite thing about camping, is cooking. Mm. I, I love cooking over a fire pit. Yeah, it's it's just fun. It's just like you have to maintain heat. You have to plan things accordingly it adds this extra level of challenge and it gives you a such a immense feeling of reward the camping uh, is almost like a sport yeah i i mean they f- i would fucking watch that <laughs> I, I mean they I think it's have called reality shows for camping <laughs> they have uh the show alone where it's just people like they just send it's essentially like um survivor man like uh, yeah. Le- less stroud right like but good show. regular people People yeah. who oh. are somewhat experienced with it, but not like super good, and whoever lasts the longest, the last one who stays out there on their own. I mean, they're all alone, mm-hmm. but like you know, they're hundreds of miles apart. Right. Uh, last person to call in because they have like a, a, a satellite phone, and they can just call in a chopper to pick them up whenever they run up. Get to the chopper. <laughs> last person who the person who doesn't tap out wins uh, five hundred grand or something like that. Yeah, wins five dollars. anyways i'm sorry that's a tangent um cooking yeah so me and james prepared uh planned out a feast for the first night so backpacking typically you don't 
get too much good food, you have uh, MREs, Meals Ready to Eat, where you just add hot water. Yeah, um, uh, Vince's brother Nino got me one of those for Christmas Those one army year. ones suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. You're a good one. I haven't, I haven't eaten it yet because I'm not that desperate. I'm waiting for the apocalypse in two weeks. <laughs> that's, uh, You'll be that's, fine for that's one why, more day. That's why they call them, that's, they're not Meals Ready to Eat, they're Meals Ready to Expel. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, for the first night, uh, me and James stopped at uh, a grocery store. We got some uh, a nice cut of uh, sirloin steak. On sale. Uh, we got some, uh, yeah, we got some uh, like bacon and like some peppers. But this is only for the first night because the food is going to expire. So we uh, pre- preserve the meat in um, in salt and uh, put it in a dry box to keep air out, mm-hmm. keep an airtight seal on it. And uh, we built a fire the first night, and we uh, just set aside some clothes. Dug a co- fire. We dug the fire. Oh, I fucking <laughs> Just dug love. deep enough into that's the my, earth where there's magma. That's my first time actually <laughs> digging <laughs> into the fire. Yeah, we, we hell. carved out like a nice little airflow to it, and and like yeah. it's great with uh, backpacking. There's wood everywhere. All these branches and logs. We just like... You just look around, you just reach around, you find something, you just throw it right yeah. in the fire. It, nice. It was it was awesome, and so we got some like coals down. Um, we cooked the steak. Uh, we literally. Oh, maybe I would I say perfect. The the second steak we cooked like so perfect. Yeah, and it was just on. I brought my uh, my pressure cooker spherical drill. I, I'm hearing that rumble too. Oh, I think that's the car next door. Oh, oh, yeah, I was going to say, what is that? Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is that me? I thought, I, put up, I thought I put up a very minimal amount of soundproofing in this. <laughs> I thought Vince was just getting hungry there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Talking about food and steaks. Yeah. Vince, Vince is just fucking fully torqued over here. Talking about- <laughs> Anyways, go on. So, yeah. uh, so, uh, well, the, yeah, the pressure cooker grill. It was like, yeah, just a small grill. Uh, the circular grill that we just threw on top of the coals and then oh oh you're a little great yeah then yeah yeah so steak. we didn't have to like actually make the uh the steak make direct contact on the coals which you could do but we had a yeah. nice little grate we just kind of set a, a little area mm-hmm. pulled, pulled, dug another smaller hole put the coals there cooked it on there uh we cooked the green peppers and some aluminum foil on the side in retrospect i feel like we should use brussels sprouts or asparagus something that would pair better with steak and not asparagus not asparagus. Yeah, we he's got the that. gene. He doesn't like asparagus. He's weird. Uh, <laughs> There's a gene for that. I I'd like the asparagus. cilantro gene, man. Oh, dude, I love cilantro too. I know. Like, I, fuck I know, cilantro. I know people exactly. think it tastes like soap. You think it tastes yeah, like yeah, soap, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's I, I wish I, I love spices too. I, I actually, yeah. To me, cilantro tastes like soap, but because it's, I know it's <laughs> because good I, I love soap, <laughs> but because I know it's good for me, I force myself to eat. Oh, I'm sure it's really hard for you. Well, soap's good for you too. <laughs> yeah, but just inject some of that bleach right into your blood system, like the president recommends. Yeah. Well, it's like that. Is, that's why I haven't gotten coronavirus yet, <laughs> because I make I daily inject bleach, and because you know, since I believe in God, you know, I know nothing bad can happen to me. <laughs> oh my God! Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah, you know, it'd be a fun podcast. You'll get that reference more if you listen to the last episode I was on. <laughs> we 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 have. You, the two of you, James and Jordan, go out it, uh, on, on a camping trip. Actually, we send me and Vince 
too, but we're on separate teams. Mm-hmm. And we go before you and try to finish and see how we react because <laughs> since I don't know how camping with you would be, but I am pretty useless there and I'm a vegetarian, so like, I don't... <laughs> Tons of plants around. Yeah. Just roll a die. I, I'm just imagining... I'm just like, drunk the whole time. I'm just imagining, like, I, I catch a rabbit and I'm like, Nick, do you want any of this? And you're like, oh, I don't I don't think so. And it's already, like, just like just a ripped apart, like, this is definitely a false alarm. All of it. <laughs> I will make a cloak out of it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I feel like uh, if did you well, do you feel like if you caught like your own food, uh, like ethically, you know, something mm-hmm. in the wild, would you eat it? Uh, it like for survival purposes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, if I didn't have to, probably. Not, but you know, I mean, it's not like like it's not like I haven't eaten meat since I've been vegetarian. I've mm-hmm. had some uh, random instances where I've tried something or whatnot. Like one time, I drank a beer that had pig in it. I don't know. That was weird. <laughs> pork rind beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mix it with alcohol, and I'm down. You know, <laughs> oh porkahol. <laughs> Someone said Vinsaw. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't really have any issues with that at all. Um, just I, like I'm you just know, just imagining their like curly little pig's tails floating oh, around no. in the bottle. Oh, uh, I got uh, I got shit in my drink. Don't say have, that. You have one act of imagination there, Vinny. <laughs> I got bacteria in here, and I'm thinking. But about I've never really been tails. a big fan of camping myself because Ooh. you know Ooh. I'm bougie. Uh, you know, I need I need my showers. Ooh. So <laughs> so ooh, fun fact about. Pig being in stuff that you don't think pig is in. Oh, so here we go. Here's a Vinny tangent for us. So, Vinny tangent. <laughs> so, uh, or as they say, a Vinnyism. Uh, as they so, all say, yes. yes. Um, so, did you know that um, you know because of the incredibly low minimum food safety standards we have in this country, <laughs> that in recent years it's been made legal to uh, sell a pig anus and have it labeled as calamari, even though calamari is squid, and so a totally different thing. But it's totally legal to just sell pig anus and oh. say it's calamari. C- Completely cal- cal- legal. Calamari and pig ass is this, is different? <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> of a fucking regulation is that? Uh, 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 welcome to Trump's America. Yeah, you know, this is why I don't eat calamari, because it looks like pig anus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can see the comparison. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Ew. <laughs> well, hey, hey, here's uh, something. Just to play devil's advocate for the pig anus. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, we call like, that's my new band we name. Call, we call it like almond milk and like <laughs> oat milk and and yeah. coconut milk. They're not necessarily milk. They're just uh, they're kind of like milk. So we yeah. call it that. Right. So I, I in the pig anus's defense, there are other things like that. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's not called, like, pig calamari. It should be at least called pig calamari. So you're telling Fair me... Fair enough. That, that would be the equivalent. That would be the equivalent. You're telling me that the asshole of a swine tastes so similar to a squid or whatever the fuck calamari is. Uh, yeah. There's only that, one way that, to find that out. That legally, you fry anything in oil, it all tastes the same. I mean, I, that is something I do agree with. That's one of the main reasons why I'm still able to be a vegetarian. But, <laughs> <laughs> that is... 
that, that is a really bizarre fact that I think we need a fact checker on this no, one. please do. Like, please, <laughs> please. I would be so happy to find out I'm wrong on that. Like, Every time that I'm with somebody really that's happy. eating calamari, I am bringing up this fact. <laughs> yeah, is this, excuse me, is your calamari baby squids or is it a, a pig anus? Because if it's not a pig anus, I don't want it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it just tastes better. I mean... Pig is, pork is it, it actually, it probably does, to be honest. <laughs> Pepsi and cola, you know. Yeah. Seafood's a little bland. And Seafood like, is disgusting. I mean, I could eat bacon on its own. No extra flavoring on that. Yeah, it turns out bacon is actually just weird carrots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's an octopus dick. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a much better joke. <laughs> so, um... um uh, other than cooking, like you guys have to go into the to the forest and dig holes for your own shit. Yeah, I did that. Uh, Jordan doesn't. Uh, yeah, I I I've been backpacking twice. I have uh, yet to shit. He has a super. It's a superpower. I don't know. Uh, my body like shuts down having to poop. I don't feel like the need to do it at all. You're a regular Jeremy Mahar over here. I I mean he's just poop shy, guys. I, Motherfucker I, poops I two like days I'm a month. I, like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I will commit. <laughs> Uh, it's weird. It's, honestly, I never like really thought about it. Mold. It's not like I'm. You need pain. more fiber. I I don't care about <laughs> shitting in the woods. I'm, I honestly feel like I'm missing out on part of the experience. I just didn't. Have You're it. not. Like, There's a lot of bring anxiety. laxatives next time just to get the real experience. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta stop. <laughs> All right. I'll pack a lot of pig calamari. Yeah. Maybe that'll make pig me calamari. extra regular. God damn it, Vince. <laughs> I'm so happy I'm a vegetarian even more now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's vindication for. for you. <laughs> what I'm here for. Vince, have you ever been on one of your camping trips? Uh, no, but no, me and Vinny, so. um, actually, my, in our youths, um, yeah. we camped uh, multiple times every year. Um, both our moms would uh, just get us in a, a one minivan, and we would drive across the country. We've been to Colorado. We've been to, like, I'll be there uh, next all week. of uh, the... We were in, like, Kentucky, Tennessee, like, doing the whole stretch with the Smoky Mountains. We went to Texas. We, we went, went to New upstate York. New York. Yeah. There was Very a lot beautiful. of... A lot of uh, mm. nice places. And props to uh, Teresa Monet, Vinny's mom. Shout out. Uh, because she, yeah. she My drove dad. the Sorry, entire dad. time. Yeah. Oh, gosh. My mom didn't lift a damn finger. <laughs> 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 to be fair, it was her car we were driving, but, like, come on. Man, and she I, put it all so in all I, the legwork in. I still remember, like, hearing the horror stories from my mom about that trip we went, that camping trip we went to Texas. Oh, we were like, there, we're, which one? So imagine, there, were, there were so many. Imagine this. So it, it's hot humid sweaty summer te- weather in texas and uh there's like five kids in the car and you have me being a miserable brat and i won't share the game boy and everyone else is screaming for me to share the game boy and yelling at the m- my mom or carolyn to make me share the game boy and the rest of you guys just had one Bop it to share and just share. <laughs> bop it, bop it, bleed it, bleed it. Pull it. It's like bop oh. it. most people's it. hell. <laughs> yeah, most people's oh. hell. And your Eight mom four. had to drive through it. <laughs> Beer number two. Entertainment.
Yo, Vince, what I guess about that? Perks of being the oldest, motherfucker. Yeah. All you youngins, fuck you. We get whatever we want all the time, especially when you can't beat us up. Now it's a little bit different story because everyone younger than us in our childhood has grown up to be bigger and stronger than us. Yeah. Now we're here in the slums, Vince. I'm pretty sure everyone else in our little childhood group could kick our ass. Almost 100% certain of that. Which is why I don't own Game, Game Boys anymore. But Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of Game Boys, everybody, we're on to entertainment. Um, uh, you guys fucked with uh, James. I, I forget to fast you this. Are you a fan of Super Smash Brothers? Um, I play when my friends are playing. I, I don't have Super Smash Bros. Oh. Well, I had sixty four. Well, me and James have and I re- a, a, a long history of Smash sixty four. Yes, a pretty strong rivalry on that. That's one. the only one I am. Uh, very good at it. It's still my favorite. I played that, that drunk reason. as fuck at Jordan's house not too long ago, relatively, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I can't play this one. You can't even hold like your smash attacks down. The newer yeah. ones are so crazy. Like I, I don't know any mechanics in them. Alright, so I do that. Got you. This, this time. Um uh uh well Steve from Minecraft yeah! that just been uh, announced and, and oh, released for um, the new Super Smash Brothers. Seriously, mad props to Masahiro Sakurai. Uh, like, seriously, like, each one of the DLC characters for Smash Brothers Ultimate was a character I never dreamed would actually be in Smash Brothers. And the fact that he has two Microsoft-owned video game characters in his Nintendo game is just like, dude, you're the best person, Sakurai. That well, has I mean, to do, have some major finesse with trying to get those guys in dude well uh, it's just like at this point it's just it's i mean it's it all started with being in marketing for other well, lesser free real games. estate <laughs> right and yeah. it, now like it this being um like what is this the fifth installment of smash bros let's see we got 64 melee brawl for the wii u and yeah. ultimate yeah so five yeah so like it's just like a perfect marketing campaign that you can have just free advertisement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everyone's a winner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over. I'm over here rooting for them to include Rocket League cars the next season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I would gosh. love that as like an assist trophy or something. That would be great. Uh, dude, the would, recovery I mean, is overpowered. I yeah. Just, <laughs> I just keep trolling all these groups I'm in on Facebook. Oh, they're always like, "Who do you guys think's the next uh, Super Smash Brothers DLC character?" And every time, just like. We all know it's going to be Rocket League car. I don't know why you guys keep asking this question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like, uh, I know, um, gosh, I mean, really, the sky's the limit. Uh, Me, me personally, I would, I would really love to see another Metal Gear character in Smash. Like, I Mm. think it'd be dope if they put Raiden in the game. I don't know enough about Metal Gear for them to... I, I I mean I disagree, or, but <laughs> or I mean like uh, Liquid Snake, the boss, Solidus Snake, like it all be good. <laughs> it, it could be Johnny, and I'd be like, yes. If I'm being serious, from a franchise that's not already in the game, mm-hmm. we got to put Spyro in there. Yeah, Spyro would be dope. Spyro or Crash. Everyone um, wants Crash, but, but I just can't see him being that different than Banjo, like mm-hmm. playstyle. Banjo. Yeah, Spyro would be interesting. Um, I mean, I don't see any Sony uh, licensed characters getting in there, like Ratchet and Clank or Nathan Drake. Gosh, that'd be cool. Ratchet and Clank would fit in so well. Where's Rayman? Where does he fall on this? Uh, He's Ubisoft. So So he he could be in there. That's entirely possible. Rayman would be sweet. Um, 
Um, someone from Street Fighter, like Chun Li, would be great. Um, oh, another Street Fighter character? Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, or t- you know, honestly, after watching that Sonic movie, the last movie I saw in theaters. Oh yeah, Tales Eggman. Would be a, or Tails. Tails yeah. would be a fucking fantastic. Yeah, like, Knuckles, oh, I love Tails. Knuckles would be great, yeah. but Knuckles would be too much like Sonic. Tails, I feel like, can have her or his own his. things. I don't. It, yeah. I don't know the sex of the character. Not that it is fucking it, matters. <laughs> Their own thing. Um, uh, or like, um, what the fuck else was I thinking? Eggman. I, <laughs> Eggman is just Doctor Robotnik, right? Or, yeah, it's yeah. same same name. Robotnik, D- different, was, same person, different. That name. was just like the uh, for American audiences oh. for the first game. Got you. We gave him that name, but his uh, name is Eggman. They eventually transitioned, so he's just fully Eggman, and then Robotic Robotnik became his like. Technical Last name, name or something. Or, yeah. yeah. Got you. Yeah. Why is, why is his name Eggman? Because he's shaped like an egg. You've d- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be like Idiot. oval, oval, like, like an egg. Chubby. <laughs> um, everyone wants Goku. That would be dope. Oh, Goku. It will never be, happen. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like uh, because Sakurai said he only wants to put in uh, – um, characters who were like they were originally made for a video game so mm-hmm. no goku sadly well i i agree with that that's yeah. fair yeah. i know it is it is fair but <sighs> goku would be so nice i just want because there's still four more characters yeah. i believe that are going to be released yeah it, which is insane that there's yeah. this many characters I to play know. in this game I like, know. what, I know. A, what I an achievement it. and they're all it. very well balanced yeah and most of them i mean there's very little echo characters i mean the fact that they have characters that they're introducing that are completely revamping the game quite literally yeah. it, minecraft steve yeah they redid all the levels so yeah. his block placements worked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just it's creative and he was uh he's not just doing this for like marketing purposes he really deeply cares about that game yeah, no actually i i'm glad you bring that up that i really appreciate that that sakurai like he really tries to evoke that game character and what their gameplay is like in their very, Smash Brothers very character, well and for I salute every character. that. Every yeah. character I play the game for, I I honestly feel like I'm playing that character. I mean, the worst character. We can all uh, agree the worst character ever to be introduced into the Super Smash Brothers universe is Doctor Mario, because what a bullshit character spot. But it, it it's like it uh, is just yeah. Mario that shoots pills and gets addicted to drugs. Well, that's more than like Dark. Pit. <laughs> so it's the it's the uh, I mean, I don't know. it's the it's there... the it's the Purdue Mario basically. <laughs> Oh, pr- from Purdue Pharma. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What? Yeah. Oh, okay, I got you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants a Samoxy? God. Fucking niche joke, but solid. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, Minecraft. Uh, Steve from Minecraft being in there opens the door for Microsoft, and I know a lot of people want Master Chief to be in there, which uh, would be pretty dope. Yeah, that would be. Fallout is Bethesda, but with the recent uh, purchase. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Microsoft. Yep, yep. Mm. Oh, that would be cool. Get, yeah. oh, Ooh, oh, we should boy. we should actually talk about this. Um, so along with the rumors that there's going to be a new Switch release, just called the Switch Pro. Mm-hmm. There's also we are on the verge of the Xbox. Um, what is the new one called? Oh, the dumbest fucking name. Yes, but the just the next s- gen Xbox. Stupidly yeah. confusing name ever conceived. What is it? What is it called? The Xbox like. Series S, yeah. There's two. Oh, of them. There's the light yeah. version, Xbox Series S, and then there's a heavier one that's yeah. uh, like the, the much the bigger. It's like X. the size of a computer tower. Series X, yeah. which is super confusing because the newest Xbox, the Xbox One, uh, like generation. Yeah. There's the the Pro versions, and there's the Xbox One S, and there's the Xbox One X. 
What are, so they, what are they doing in the naming department over there at Microsoft? Yeah. <laughs> Their yeah. second console was called the Xbox 360. Yeah. Like, yeah. not very much, <laughs> I will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to just have Elon Musk as a child's name for the next one. one. Yeah. Yeah. The third is. one's called the Xbox One. Yeah, Like, they have not had a good naming. I mean, even the name Xbox is like... Well, we'll put an X on it, and then it's a box. So <laughs> yeah. Releasing the new S box. Well, it, it actually really Model surprises X. me that they're going with this like hideously confusing naming convention because the Wii U, like that name, like helped tank that console. Yeah, absolutely. Like that name really helped contribute to the lackluster sales figures. And honestly, console. an underrated because console. The, yeah, like, I but, love my Wii. I, I, no, me too. But con, the casual consumers who got into video gaming with the Wii and its motion controls, they didn't realize that the Wii U was a new console. They thought it was like just an add-on for the Wii. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm honestly kind of stunned that Microsoft is like, "No, bro, it's not gonna happen to us." Like, and then like PlayStation just out here it, just being so like, nice "Let's just easy. count." Yeah. Up. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Start yes, please. Yeah. Just I, do I that. Mean, uh, it, it works definitely well for like Ooh, Sony and, to do that. And, and like, I, I love it. It's Real- hilarious that uh, Xbox is doing this terrible naming convention because, yeah. like Vince said, like the Nintendo is famously known for failing with the Wii U's name yeah. and, and failing with the console directly because of that name. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't because of tech technical uh, limitations. Mm-hmm. Because right. it definitely... Uh, like met where it needed to be yeah and it, it wasn't, wasn't overly expensive yeah. it wasn't expensive and it had a great lineup mm-hmm. but it still flopped and it was because yeah. of the name that's the only thing you can point to yeah no mm-hmm. i i definitely i wish the wii u had like more console life than it did i think mean, mm-hmm. like you know yeah. that's probably the system that i've played the most out of yeah. all of them or, like uh, all the nintendo ones and mm-hmm. well I, I don't know yeah I, the amount oh, of hours I, I spent on breath of the Oof. wild is a little absurd but yeah it, it's like dang that'd be that'd be hard to quantify because I've spent so much time on, like, yeah, my Super Nintendo N64, the GameCube. I think probably, for me, I probably spent the most gaming hours on the GameCube more than any other console. Yeah, I mean, I feel like how much we used to play when we were younger. Yeah, Kirby's Air Ride and Smash Brothers Melee. Yeah. Gosh. Well, I mean, like, Nintendo's... Double Dash. Other other than the Wii U, Nintendo's been always, like, pretty good at naming their consoles. Mm -hmm. Like, I guess the Wii U is kind of, like, almost, like... Nintendo or like the NES going to SNES, um, except worse. Except for like that yeah. was like the 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 origin of video games when there wasn't really much out there. Yeah, so I just had those and, two. And, and <laughs> it makes sense. It's just like it's the Nintendo Entertainment System, but it's better. So you have to give it some kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. system Nintendo Entertainment. Super, it's in- super. Oh, so, <laughs> so are you guys? Um, uh, I you guys I think are a little bit more gamers than I am. I don't know if you're a PC based or if you or for mm-hmm. Xbox or so PlayStation. So I I actually because Jordan's an awesome person, he actually built me a gaming PC a few years ago, and I what pretty much fuck? use it. That's, to... that, that's a pretty awesome gift. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, I didn't pay for it. Oh, okay. yeah. Vince I, gave I, me money, and yeah. I told him what I could build within his budget. You just and... didn't charge for labor. No, I just I well, yeah. That's still an awesome I, fucking gift. Yeah, <laughs> and I so I do I don't I. Use Use that pretty much to play Total War Warhammer too. Did yeah. you at least Which... play with the peaches in his pocket for that? <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, what Vince Need your said, vitamin C. I just want to. I just want to uh, reiterate. He said he uses it exclusively to play Total War. 
uh, which is a very minimally spec game. <laughs> you have a thousand dollar gaming rig. <laughs> like, well, Total War Warhammer Two. That, that's that's. Pretty... You could run any game coming out this, like these days on Ultra, <laughs> and you only play one game. I play words with friends. I, so I built a better computer for so, him than I did well, for myself. And yeah, no, no, Jordan. You know what? I've actually uh, just recently started playing another game on my game PC, mm-hmm. Undertale. Uh, so I'm pushing. Anyway, that, you know, Undertale yeah. is an uh, an epic epic gra- style. A toaster graphics. could play Undertale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any any Samsung smart fridge has Undertale preloaded. <laughs> it's like the fucking U2 album that came preloaded on iPhone. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, that that is a that's a throwback. <laughs> I've never had an iPhone. I just hear people talk about it. But <laughs> that was like, what was that was like a decade ago. <laughs> Yeah, well, U2 is timeless, I guess. I don't know. They're a shitty band. but <laughs> <laughs> Greatest band in the world. So so um, uh, between the Xbox series, whatever the fuck it is, and the PS5, like, Ooh, if, you were, say, if you were to pick one, which one are you guys buying? PS5, hell yeah. PS, so, so, you know, I'm not so, a console guy, so get this. This is genius. So I hope whoever was in Sony's design department got a raise for this. The Roman numeral for five is a V, yeah. and the PS5, if you flip it onto its side so it's standing up vertically, it's in a V. It's the shape of a V. Yeah. I thought it looked they more like a it. binder. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sony, uh, for their like generic naming convention, they do put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a handheld console that came out, the PlayStation Vita, and uh, that um, the, was their fifth installment of uh, a new type of console, handheld and yeah. like home console, and it was a V. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that was clever. I mean, they they do a lot of clever shit like that. Yeah, uh, and they they are masters in like hardware design. Like uh, Microsoft will never be able to hold a candle to like how well designed the consoles are, and like uh, the they're good with the ventilation. The PS4, even though like I I got it at launch, and it, like any launch console, by the way. If you buy a console at launch, expect it to die within two years. Oh, that <laughs> yeah. is sad. Like, like, I, <laughs> just, just saying. Throw like, away your dreams. You are rolling the fucking dice. They're yeah. like pushing well, these it's, things without it's like having a, like a firm like yeah. um, a pr- uh, production assembly line well, in place. It, it's like, like with, the, the Ninten- with the Nintendo Switch. N- like launch switches would actually overheat and warp themselves, so yes. the oh, yeah, I did hear about that. fit in yeah. the charging cradle. So yeah, I it, still it, have Joy-Con issues. It's weird that like video game companies have like in they've like basically incentivized us to like wait four months to buy a new console. <laughs> well, yeah, well you got to milk but, all the money from the initial release during Christmas time, and months. like that's yeah. that's you why you want to wait six months after launch before getting it. I mean, I I did wait to get my Switch too because I was um, not convinced at first. Because you know, honestly, I buy these Nintendo things for essentially for Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I let's mean, it was. Frank. Let's be honest. It, it was like a year or so, so went until Smash yeah. came out, and that's when I got it. That's what I was like. Okay, Smash is coming out. Okay. Um, uh, what a right. legendary day! Me and Vince right, were in Phoenix. Christmas present to Oh, that was great. Seriously, like. Uh, that it's like I still remember when yeah when we you know because yeah we were in Phoenix you know me Nick Dylan and Mitchell and we had you know Super Smash Brothers Ultimate right at release I remember like you know when we're we're turned on we're you're, you know you're looking at the, like the character roster and you know when we I just remember when we first got 
inkling. I just remember the first words out of Dylan's mouth were, who is this sassy bitch supposed to be? And now Dylan mains them. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan mains Shout out to Dylan was on last week. What my brother? Yeah, hi Dylan. It's like, <laughs> that was fun. That was such a fun trip. <laughs> um, uh, all right, so like moving on from video games, um, uh, is there any like kind of TV shows or movies you guys been fucking with? I know movies haven't really came out in a long time, but um, yeah. let's see. Let's well, see. so ooh, Halloween I so I watched Ghostbusters last night. So uh, <laughs> I've actually anyone, never seen so that. Has anyone, <laughs> Neither did Brooke. <laughs> has anyone here uh, seen? Uh, well, I know you have Jordan, but has anyone here seen The Breadwinner? No, no. So. Fan, one of the best animated movies of the wow, last Vince decade. Wow, Vince likes a movie about and, food. And then, uh, so, <laughs> the people who made Breadwinner, I was trying to look up some other stuff that they did, and I found another movie they made called Song of the Sea. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Yep, I've Beautiful. Seen Beautiful. That is like one of my favorite animated movies I have ever seen. I mean, my mom and I were both in tears at the end of that movie. It was so gorgeous. Like the the story is like it's so like the core of it is like it's actually like a very like sad thing like about like moving on from a like a parent who dies unexpectedly but it's like it's so heartwarming and beautiful and it's just it it it's basically the the way it can the way it conveys its message it really makes you think of like the the passing of a loved one as like you know something like beautiful without like feeling in any way like sappy or naive or you know it's great just act 10 out of 10 vince as someone who saw the movie a star is born with you and immediately after the movie when everyone's walking out of the theater crying you just go up to the usher and complain about how there was another movie next door that you could hear (laughs) so so okay so i i'm surprised that you cry at movies i did not know you had that emotional capability (laughs) so so uh, so okay, I that's so when we saw a Star Is Born, there was a some kind of action or war movie playing in the theater next to us, and I did find it very distracting that when I'm watching this, like, so see, watching these tender, like, uh, you know, heartfelt moments from Star Is Born, uh, I I'm hearing like. <gasps> Nick Beaverson, get down! <laughs> Nick Beaverson. Like, you know, it did take away from the experience. Well, and you're so singing that's, in your theater. That's why I did. I went up to one of the ushers. and While no, everyone I else can, is walking out in yeah. tears, Vince is just like, just so you know, Vince gets it, channeling his real Karen energy. <laughs> I could hear a movie next door the whole time, and the guy's like, I guess I'll talk to somebody. (laughs) Poor minimum wage working. (laughs) I'm just here to clean the theaters, bro. When he says he'll talk to somebody, he really means he's going to bitch about you to his coworker. (laughs) It's like, and it's like, as someone who's worked in retail for a very long time, I resent being called a Karen. Yeah, I was like, like, I'm going to the bathroom, Vince. You're on. (laughs) I wonder if anyone in movie theaters goes up to the 
Austria afterwards and be like, there's this man who has this obnoxious laugh yeah. all the way through. <laughs> How dare I, re- you? I refuse to see comedy movies with Vince for that reason. <laughs> I think uh, we all do. <laughs> hey, you know, it's funny. When I went to go see uh, Deadpool 2 at the like midnight release. Those that, poor people. Like, no, actually, because what it was was it was a double feature where it was Deadpool Don't 1, run. then an intermission, then Deadpool, Deadpool 2. And a people that I knew and that I actually worked with came and found me because <laughs> they recognized my laughter. <laughs> I remember going to see a movie with you before and there was a trailer for Deadpool and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I could be a punishment for the booty bowl. Go watch a comedy with Vince. <laughs> uh, Where's think, the alcohol? I think, you said, I think you said the worst was what was it watching uh, Avengers Endgame with me? Oh yeah, right when everyone comes back at the end of Endgame, Vince is just like, yes. <laughs> Just jumping up and down in his seat, throwing popcorn everywhere. I'm just kidding, he wasn't doing that. Allegedly. He lights up a bunch of sparklers. He's just like, yeah! Dr. Strange is back, baby! He's moving them in circles, so like the portals. listeners out there this is what it's like <laughs> this is more mild uh james you've been watching anything uh fun or different or interesting uh i've been doing during some, these well, trying I was gonna, times yeah trying times indeed uh yeah i was gonna ask Vinny with breadwinners whether the breadwinner breadwinner yeah. is, is that what type of anime or is it anime or it's is it an american cartoon it's oh an Amer- yeah it's a it's a western car well it's it's a western cartoon yeah it's not a traditional anime style oh okay gotcha yeah. It's, it's a fantastic movie about a young girl living in a Taliban-controlled uh, Afghanistan right before the U.S. invasion in 2001. Oh, charming. And yeah. uh, she has to <laughs> pretend be to uh, be a boy in order to be able to go out and find work. So that her family can have the income. Gotcha. Yeah. So wait, she, so what was the other like, one you were talking you, about? Then? Song of the Sea. Song of the Sea. Made by the okay. same people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Both, both, both on Netflix. Yeah. Both on Netflix. Both, both 10 out of 10 movies, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say, uh, after you show me Breadwinner, uh, that w- I would recommend that to like pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Song of the Sea, I have I saw that like years ago, but I saw it on like a airplane and what? Yeah, anytime you watch a movie on an airplane it's instantly gonna be just it's just like watching a movie on like tbs or some yeah. like uh television like where they have commercial cuts and they edit it out right it's i saw not that as impactful that, that good. What, what's that movie where the lady fucks the fish Oh, oh the uh, Beauty so, of Water. Uh, the, the shape, of, shape, of, uh, shape of Water. Yeah, I saw that on an airplane for the first time ever, and uh, then I keep hearing people talk about it. It's like, well, the one you see the penis. I'm like, what? I didn't see no you fucking see fish penis. Oh, yeah, they edit those. <laughs> yeah, okay. Is it yeah. just 
Is Hellboy fanfic? <laughs> I don't, I don't like, know. What's the, what's the water creature in Hellboy? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> it's played by the same actor. Yeah, yeah. We were talking <laughs> about it on the backpacking <laughs> trail. Yeah, yeah. Guillermo yeah, del Toro uses that same actor for any kind of weird person. You know, like Hans Labyrinth, the guy with the uh, hands yeah, over the his fun. eyes. Oh my yeah, god. Same actor. <laughs> it's like, who's He's the guy that directed Lord of the Rings? Peter uh, Jackson. Is it like how he uses like how not even just Peter Jackson, but everybody uses the guy that plays Gollum to play like anything. Oh, oh, Andy Circus, yeah. 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 Andy Circus. Andy Circus is a fucking talent, man. Yeah. I mean, it's his best role ever. Caesar from the first Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Or, by the first, I mean the eighth or whatever. The beginning yeah. of the falling of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Great another... franchise, terrible names for each one of them. They're like completely out of order, too. Yeah. Uh, another, I think you could uh, just watch all those movies randomly and its story would still make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another, another movie like uh, I saw recently that I really liked that I'm not going to say a lot about because actually the more I say about it, like it's best if you go in blind. It's called The Old Guard. Um, oh, I've heard it, about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Stars Charlize uh, Sh- Theron. Theron, or however you say her Theron. name. Imperator no, Furiosa. <laughs> That's just what I like to call her. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 a. Uh, uh, it basically it you know it starts with this like you know she's this like you know secret agent you know commando lady and she has this cool commando team and. You know, they get sent on a mission to rescue some kidnapped children in a third world country. And basically, it goes in a really unexpected direction from there. And it just gets more interesting the longer it goes on for it. I I won't spoil it for anyone else, but I I haven't seen it, but I've heard a lot about it. So I understand, like, the concept of the story. Uh, I'm sold on it. Anything Charlie Theron. I heard. I yeah, seriously, love. anything Furiosa or Mad Max are in. I will watch. You like get, yeah. if anything Tom Hardy or Charlize Theron are in, I will watch it. You seen the one with Charlize Theron and um, uh, Seth Rogen? No, no, I want to watch that. That's, Which uh, one is that? That's the one where he's like her campaign manager. Yeah, it's what, really good. What it's a that? comedy. What the fuck is it called? It's called I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it real quick. Long shot. Long shot, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that oh, a bunch I of times. Heard of this. Had one of the funniest scenes in a comedy movie that I've seen before, and once you get to it, you'll realize this is a classic Nick Wagella style humor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get to understand a core part of you by watching yeah. it. Okay. Oh uh, speaking of Seth Rogan, do you, any of you guys watch The Boys? Yes, baby. No, I keep hearing. Uh, I just uh, I hear, we'll I hear nothing but good things bit. about Carl it. Urban, but, right? Well, we can talk yeah, about Carl it without Urban. spoiling. Have you seen it? No, I really want to watch it. Yeah, oh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen any of it? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Um, definitely watch it. Jordan, have you seen the whole yeah, second season too? Of course, too? of course. I watched every episode as it came out. It was that good. Dude, what a what um uh, what a fun take on superheroes. It's based yeah. on a comic book too. Yeah, but, and what's great uh, is that people who read the comics are really uh, experiencing it for the first time because the, the story is nothing like it. They take all these new uh, story elements. So there's they're rooted from the comics and they get a lot of like, inspiration. inspiration. They take inspiration But it's a brand comics. new story, essentially. Oh, that's like, awesome. Like uh, um, Black Noir. Uh, yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler for the show. Yeah, it's all right. But, but like, uh, in the comics, he's actually a clone of Homelander. And he, oh, really? he it turns out to be like the darker Homelander. And it seems, it just Dark sounds, Homelander. from what I've heard, it sounds a lot cheesier, but they are definitely not going in that direction at all with his character. Yeah, no, I think they made a better executive choice to make him not 
that. Yeah, he's his own Homelander guy. himself yeah, he's is not like pretty a... fucking... I don't know how you can get darker than Homelander. Is that well, the Superman the, the, the darker yeah. stuff, you know, uh, with like... Uh, um, yeah, well, I don't want dark I don't want to spoil laser it. eyes, <laughs> but yeah. like all all the really really fucked up stuff Homelander does in the show. Uh, Black Noir apparently was the person, mm. uh, and he was pretending oh. to be Homelander at the time. Got gotcha. you. Like that. I mean, like I don't, it, I, I don't think they're sound, going that way. It sounds like a cheesy comic storyline, yeah. Which you know, uh, the boys kind of was a cheesy comic, mm. uh, but the show is masterfully done. Like, you know what? It, all, all the stuff like lands pretty well. I always say the only bad thing I have to say about that show is the name, the just boys. called the boys. Like that's yeah. just kind of such a turnoff because, because it's no, called the boys and it's like the really boys. It, it doesn't <laughs> down <really>, the street. <laughs> it doesn't really like represent the show. Not at all. It, it doesn't remotely. encompass it in that title. Like there's yeah there's the boys in the show, but like there's so much more going on. It's not like solely focused on them, you know? No. Yeah. Starlight being one of the major characters is not one of the boys, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, the, the group, the like the anti-superhero group that like Carl Urban and his gang are, they're called the boys, but there's girls in their group. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, it doesn't make too much sense. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure that title is only there because of the comic book. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Vince, it's like, it's like a political take on superheroes. It's almost like uh-huh. very grounded and um, relevant to today. They grounded have, in capitalism. Like, they have an AOC inspired character. Some, some anti-capitalist yeah. media. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, um, uh, speaking uh, like of that a- AOC. Ooh, I think I know uh, where you're going with this. Uh, she did a Twitch stream yeah! the other night. Oh, for Among Us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did a Twitch stream. It was the third most watched Twitch stream in the history of oh, Twitch. Uh, Smart move. Yeah, yeah. And she, well, yeah, I know you were talking about Junk Uger. His mm-hmm. nephew is also a, a young Turk, and he was on that stream with her. What? He, he's a popular Twitch streamer. Nice. Oh, uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, and she was with Ilan Omar, and it, it was. Uh, I I watched uh, maybe like. 30 minutes of the stream but yeah. it, it was interesting it, 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 it's it really it, what is among smart, us uh, oh go, oh, go okay. ahead okay so we don't have much time just so you guys know okay so among us essentially is like werewolf or mafia but with more gamified elements to it where uh you don't need like a moderator or anything uh you just play the character you know who the imposter is and there's crewmates and like you have to figure out who the imposter is but there's no talking there's no communicating during the gameplay and during gameplay Crew members go around completing objectives or tasks around the ship, and then they, uh, the imposter's goal is to kill the crew members and then be like the last one standing. Fear number three, power. The president grabbed me. All right, so I'm uh, concluding with this um, uh, Among Us talk. So I really thought Among Us was like, What's that? What's that zombie game that's like on PlayStation? The Last of Us. That's what I thought that they were playing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why the fuck are these? Pe-? Like, I, I'm, I've never played this game, but why would it be fun to watch this on Twitch? I guess it'd be cool, but. <laughs> It, I, I probably would watch AOC playing <laughs> The Last of Us. <laughs> I will say from the limited uh, like clips that I did watch, uh, she comes off very personable and re- relatable, and it's a great move for her. Like not only politically, but just like general perception. Oh, I guess any if anything for politicians, uh, general perception yeah. is political. But, yeah, and and uh, I yeah, great great PR for herself. Yeah, and and two things. 
I think it's awesome to see another, uh, you know, member of Congress who actually plays video games. Yeah. And also, like, how awesome is that using her, uh, you know, using the power of the bully pulpit to actually encourage people to vote, you know? That's awesome. Mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, though, I don't really understand how anybody can't, um, uh, <laughs> can't realize the importance of voting, especially in this election. But... No, oh, oh. Yes. never take that for granted. <laughs> never take with twenty six. That's one of the lessons of twenty sixteen. Like, do not take that for granted. Very true. I have one friend who I will not name on this podcast, um, uh, but you guys all know who is still an undecided voter, and it is really hard for me to wrap my head around how you can be undecided. Like. I mean, I guess I get why people would vote for Trump, and I definitely get why people would vote for Biden, but to be confused still at this point on who you're voting for is a little bit abstract to me. Well, mm-hmm. we'll just call you him need, out right now. You need to elaborate your point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's well, Dylan. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? No. Oh, yeah. Vinny's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sleeves are rolling out. Yeah. Well, well, so, yeah. I, I guess, like, uh, well, undecided person, if you're listening to this right now, I mean, look at this. It's a crisis, and look how, like, poorly Trump has handled this. Like, no one who can, you know, uh, screw up, like, the handling of, like, our national security this badly deserves a second term in office. So, um, uh, speaking of the president, um, what do you, would you guys say Rudy Giuliani is to the president? Useful uh, bulldog? idiot. <laughs> well, uh, pet bulldog? Um, Useful uh, idiot. This also ties back like, to entertainment. Greasy Italian scumbag. <laughs> So I like just, rodent teeth. as yeah. as we we took a break before uh, this political segment, and it just, something just came across my news feed with this article titled "Rudy Giuliani caught in compromising position in new Borat." Film. <laughs> 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 so I just want to read some of this for you guys. Right. It's an article by Daniel Arkin. Should we should we take a guess at what he did? <laughs> oh, seriously, yeah. Let's go ahead and go ahead and give me your best guess on what Julie Rudy Giuliani was uh, caught doing in this film. Uh, Was he he having intercourse with another man? Or wait, was he watching two other men, you know, get it on? Or was he at a 80s roller rink dance uh, dance off? That's my guess. Jordan, do you want to venture a guess? Uh, My guess is something uh, about racism in the KKK. (laughs) Well, you guys are all wrong, so here's how the article goes. Rudy Giuliani, President Donald Trump's personal lawyer, fell for an embarrassing Sasha Barra Cohen prank in the soon-to-be-released movie sequel to Borat. In the film, a copy of which was was obtained by NBC News, Giuliani and a young woman posing as a reporter, who is part of Cohen's sting, can be seen going into a hotel room, bedroom, for drinks at the woman's invitation. After completing what Giuliani, the former mayor of New York City, apparently believed to be a real interview about the coronavirus pandemic and Trump's response to it. The incident occurred as Giuliani, 76, was trying to remove his microphone with the help of the actress, which had been used as part of the movie's interview with him. The film, which is being released Friday on Amazon Prime Video, can't fucking wait, (laughs) (laughs) shows Giuliani (laughs) reclining on a bed and then putting his hands down his pants and removing it moving it around for what appears to be a few seconds while the oh, actress no. playing Borat's teenage daughter, Maria Baklava. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Gilbert, who is pretending to be a television reporter, stands in front of him. NBC News obtained an advanced copy of the film, oh which is titled Borat, the subsequent movie film, The Delivery of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. <laughs> <laughs> Giuliani and the woman recorded what seemed to be by hidden cameras are eventually interrupted by Cohen, who bursts into the bedroom in his Borat persona, shouting, <laughs> She's 15, she's too old for you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Giuliani quickly sits up and appears to be startled by the presence of Cohen, who wears a pink outfit that resembles lingerie. Oh <laughs> yeah, Vinny was the closest. <laughs> yeah. Giuliani asks him, Why are you dressed like this? Cohen, as Borat, responds, She's my daughter. Please take me instead. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't want you, Giuliani replies. He then makes his way out of the hotel suite. <laughs> Oh, so my. on Friday. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, so let me say, okay, oh now normally, like, I don't think it's it's right to, uh, you know, have sex with 15 year olds. Intrude on people's personal lives, but Rudy Giuliani is a scumbag piece of trash who, I don't know if you guys know, he was actually being used as a tool by the KGB. Yeah. To you know, influence the United States on the part of Russian intelligence. So he totally deserves this. He <laughs> totally deserves to be cough his pants down like this. Giuliani's so response was that he was just fixing his. He was tucking his shirt back in after removing. After <laughs> laying on the bed. But I am certain that watching the video, we're gonna see otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the legality is for recording people without their permission, but if I guess if he agrees to an interview, then you kind of have all the rights, even if you have hidden cameras in the yeah. room. <laughs> and so, I bet as a lawyer, he didn't read any of these signups. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, what a nut job, Giuliani, in, in the first place. Like, this guy is clearly, like, senile or some, some well, form of like, aspect of thing. it. So, Rudy Giuliani was, like, uh... A scumbag um, who, you know, he kind of like used 9 11 as like a hey, I, I get to win because 9 11. Like, he used it as like a get out of jail free card. And hey, this happened on my watch, vote for me. Yeah, America. <laughs> and and you Donald know, Trump, he's, this he's, pandemic happened on my watch, vote for me. Yeah, it's like he. Some people say that when he was first mayor of New York that he did do a good job of cleaning up some, like, neglected, you know, city spaces and making Central Park, like, more clean. And okay, yeah, that's good. But, like, by and large, you know, over Rudy Giuliani's pretty lengthy, like, public service, quote-unquote, career, he's used his power and authority to really like screw over the little guy and empower the one percent and himself and you know sounds like this, every other fucking politician that exists in this world well and it, like the fact that it sounds like his political career you know ends with him you know being in a like slobbering service to you know 
uh, Hitler jeans spliced with Ronald McDonald, aka Trump, <laughs> like, uh, and while also being manipulated by the KGB, like, uh, um, and yeah, yes, I know Russian intelligence is not technically called the KGB anymore, but I don't care. I don't care. So if you're calling me on that, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Well, like, technically, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, uh, so being manipulated Precisely. by the being well, doing like. Doing this while being manipulated by the KGB is just perfect. It's perfect for this, like, loser who does not deserve any honor or power or authority to just be ruined by Sasha Baron Cohen like <laughs> you want, this. You want to know what the, like, bittersweet – or not, well, the better part about this is? Is that it gives him plausible deniability. <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the end of the article has Giuliani saying, like, anything that Sasha Baron Cohen says is a farce and it's not true. Like, okay, well, there's a video. Apparently, (laughs) if NBC is reporting on this, like, they had to have seen something. Have you watched any of uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's uh, Showtime show? I have not. Michael uh, Michael Moore? Who is America? No. No, I haven't heard. I didn't know this was a thing. Oh, yeah, he had a TV show and he uh, actually got a state rep from Georgia, uh, like, to step down. Oh, what? Oh, oh wait! I kind of vaguely remember. Was when was, when that was Michael, this? Or not Michael Moore? What's his name? The Are you talking about the pedophile guy? Um. Uh, what was his name? It oh, was Roy Moore. Moore. Roy, Roy Moore. Moore. Are you talking yeah, about Roy that Moore, guy? No, Roy Moore was on there, and he and like <laughs> he they, walked off. <laughs> he, he, he Sasha Baron in typical fashion, does a character and like yeah. interviews these people without them realizing who he is. Mm. And uh, he had Roy Moore on for an interview, and he had a pedophile detector that starts going off when <laughs> yes. he brings it close to Roy Moore. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I mean, there's like other politicians on there. Sarah Palin looks pretty bad, and and like Bernie Sanders. And uh, he doesn't look bad at all. He just is kind of look at him weird and it's just kind of funny to see bernie sanders like uh have that juxtaposition yeah. <laughs> of being a sensible like by like uh to the point type of guy and then someone just being completely like off yeah, the rails chaotic, and he's neutral. just like okay all right well uh but there was this one georgia representative who completely like uh took the bait uh, or ate the onion, if you will. <laughs> hey, 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 you're giving onions a bad name. Yeah, yeah Vince is in the room. Be careful. It, 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 when was, like, it was like a, an ISIS protection, like self defense class he was taking. Oh, yeah. Really. yeah what? It, it, yeah, there was ridiculous stuff, like right off the bat. And he doesn't even like seem to even be bothered by it. Like, how do we can detect like a terrorist dress in like a. A full parka type garb, <laughs> yeah. like a hijab and everything. Baiting people to be racist as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, and like their detection was like you have a phone on the bottom or a camera on the bottom of your foot, and you stick it underneath their dress, and you take a picture. <laughs> and if, <laughs> and if, they, if they have like ladies' underwear on, it's a girl. But if, if you see their cock and balls, which you actually like, they have a guy stand in. It's like, okay, right, take a picture. Let's <laughs> take a picture of this guy, and then the you, birds like, dangling. Like, looks at the photos, like, yep, all right, that's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, yeah, I can see that. Bell's uh, tolling at midnight. So the thing that really is damning for this uh, Georgia rep was uh, the defense of uh, if you're a terrorist is coming against you, uh, is what you want to do is pull down your pants because <laughs> yes. uh, if you if you, uh, your male butt touches him, it makes him gay in their belief. <laughs> actually pulls his pants all the way down and just like starts yelling like freedom America 
This, like, honest to goodness, this sounds like some, like, a D&D villain I have in my actual D&D campaign. Like, oh, no. Did, I, like, did we meet him yet? No, 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 the proud men, remember? Oh, the yeah. Proud right. men. Just all the proud men yes. that we fought. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like, I, I did, like I, when I found out in the first presidential debate, the proud boys, they're like... Exactly what I came up with, the proud men. Are you but saying the proud wait, boys wait, wait, wait. Are you saying you, you came, are you, are you, you came with this independently? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. What? And we also had so do you remember when Donald Trump was talking about how the riots the, and the looters are dangerous against the police because they throw soup at them? Yeah. <laughs> In our campaign, yeah. we had a fucking guy. We one of our players convinced yeah. someone else, a, one of Vinny's NPCs, to throw bagged soup at, and, a, at a diplomat yeah. during a parade. <laughs> this was before. Yeah, this was fucking before. Vince, are you like wow. secretly writing 2020? Yeah, maybe. what's your deal? Yeah, whoever's pulling the strings has a, uh, has bugged your D and D group. For sure. <laughs> it's like uh, I just just the phone rings and it's just like hello, uh, Vinny. This is the president Donald <laughs> Trump. I've been having the NSA spy on you and let me say beautiful D and D campaign. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying the the most epic D D campaign ever. Believe me. Believe me. <laughs> However, like I completely detest your normal de- your depiction of homosexuals as normal people. Uh, so I cannot be a player character in your campaign, but I will be taking some of your ideas. Your country thanks you. <laughs> Dude, uh, fucking Sasha Baraconan, or Cohen, um, uh, just being able, like, because, you know, Borat, when did that come out? Like, fucking forever ago? 2008? 2007? Yeah, like, around that timeline, like, like late, uh, mid-aughts around, we would say. It could be say. 2005, even. Yeah, shit. so we'll say mid aughts, and then he's like, now he's releasing a sequel, and people are still falling for his shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially Rudy Giuliani. I, I, yeah, I, I'm sure they have to do like uh, some. They have to address it somehow. People are definitely gonna like be calling out Borat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Right, right. My wife. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> I really hope that comes. Oh man, I can't. I honestly, if, if this actually comes out on Friday. I'm going to be the first one watching that shit if Rudy Giuliani's on there. Oh, my God. Well, well, we know he's on there. Touching himself. (laughs) I cannot believe that. (laughs) That little, like, gross rodent of a man. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. So, anyways, um, uh, this is the pent-ultimate episode of Split Six before the election, um, uh, where I have been saying on here that everything's going to turn to chaos don't mean to turn it uh this way but um uh, how you guys feeling about everything not well (laughs) very anxious so um so i so during the august 4th uh primary election in michigan so michigan's actually had two primary elections Mm -hmm. this year so in the august 4th primary election I actually uh, worked as a like an election inspector, like as a, a poll worker, like someone who's there actually processing thank you for your service. voters. Yes. Uh, you, um, uh, thank you. You got to carry uh, and, a gun, uh, right? No. <laughs> so, well, so, watching the polls. So, eh? and so 
we were uh, very understaffed. Uh, you know, we would we just barely scraped by with a primary level of voter turnout. Like we're gonna get killed if that same pitiful number of people shows up for the general election. And so I will be, you know, already submitted. They actually, the city of Livonia actually asked me to come back and do that again <laughs> as like a co-chairperson uh, for that, uh, for the, um, uh, for one of the, you know, voting locations. Are you allowed and, to, um, uh, and, are you, are you allowed to record while you're there? Like, like via, like audio wise, like, could um, I, could I strap a recorder to you just to like hear your experience? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so like, uh, you know, I, I just, you know, uh, want to say just anyone who's listening, okay, if you, you know, if you feel in any way interested in, you know, doing, you know, some extra work, which you do get paid for on election day, we need all the people we can get to help out and do poll work on election day because we, we need to make sure those, you know, lines don't build up. We need to make sure votes get processed as efficient. Yeah, or, 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 I'm, I'm going to be there with my AR-15. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so my, there's the pre actually... My president called upon me. Yeah, so, so there's going to be a meeting the day before where there's we're supposed to discuss the, the like what the plan is more generally but i i do know that there are supposed to be police officers at all the uh voting locations which given the you know essentially trump like just encouraging people to come and meddle with the election and intimidate voters i think that's very very good that we will have security there to get rid of any fanatic morons if they try and show up like i can like i don't i don't want to be there like you know like wait no there's already enough work for us to do there's plenty of work to go around i don't want to be there trying to you know like um you know get someone's like ballot processed and then have some like you know uh inbred white supremacist coming in and be like, ah, I need to see social security number well, people vote and make, make sure they're real yes, citizens. Yep. And it's like, I don't want to deal with that. You don't live in Kentucky, luckily. But <laughs> no, works. I mean, it's Michigan. pretty close yeah. to Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just drive an hour north. Yeah, during our camping trips. Also, Every if you want to be a little bit more insidious with this process, like I've been recommending to people, um, go ahead and register and say you're going to show up at notorious Republican districts, and then just don't show up. So and so, so they so those motherfuckers have to wait in long ass lines. So and we'll see we'll see how much they can take. Imagine if it's a bad weather day. Like, so, we can get rid of thousands so, of votes. So don't do that. Instead, <laughs> but show action. Pick True a Goodman. district that you actually want voters to be processed at and actually show up and help Yeah, there. well, I don't know if Livonia is the best district to pick. Like, I mean, pick somewhere else then. Yeah, and Vinny, <laughs> so uh, how, how well, does one go about doing that? So you can go to your city clerk's office and request an application form. Okay. And then just fill it in. Would there be online uh, applications available? So I really hope so. For some reason, well, it's two Livonia. Weeks away. <laughs> well, so so yeah. hang on. So so for some reason, Livonia it does not do online ballots. 
or applications for this only oh, in Well, person. I'm not talking about ballots. I'm talking about the signing the, up for yeah, that. Yeah, for oh, signing okay, up for okay. this. They, they, they don't do, at least the city of Livonia does not do online okay. applications for this, only in person. Okay. And then, so physical um, physical copies are yeah. the most promising way to go yeah. generally. And then to your point there, Nick, <laughs> like when I submitted the application form uh, for doing the August 4th primary, like I thought like they just decided they didn't want to hire me for the position because they didn't, you know, it was like the day before the, it was August 3rd and they didn't contact me. And it wasn't until like, I think it was 4 p.m., on August 3rd, they called me and they're like, hey, do you want to show up tomorrow and do this? So, <laughs> so what, like Vince, like, uh, cause you were like, uh, what, what's your position there? Yeah, for the- so my, like, so I know this sounds like I'm making this up. I'm not. I was actually one of the only people to show up on time. Like, uh, <laughs> and, uh, coming from Vinny, too. <laughs> I, I, I did tell Vince to show up here at 6.30 today, and he showed up at 7.30, knowing that you guys were planning on getting here around 8.30. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, and so, like, almost, so like, are, almost immediately, the chairwoman of that like voting location who was she was great she was she's a saint she was so good at like managing the situation like she, almost immediately they're like you you want to be a co-chair person oh <laughs> like, like i've never done this before it's like all right you're the co-chair person. <laughs> does it come with the um uh, food stimulus <laughs> it does come with a pay raise yes <laughs> um, uh, which i so spend my, on more food <laughs> <laughs> my question to you is like what happens if you just don't show up? Is there any um, penalties against you? And what happens to the process if you just weren't to show up to that? So in terms of like penalties, I don't think there's like, uh, like you know, you're there's not no going go to go I don't believe you're not going to go to jail for not showing up, you know, or something because like, like that. Because like, what if you, what if, like, what if you suddenly came down with coronavirus? Well, then that's un nothing you can do about that mm-hmm. then then what happens know. to the process so the process gets slowed down so like Bottle basically up. what there should at least from my limited experience doing this in the august 4th primary um basically there should be four people at each precinct and you know there's multiple priests voting precincts in each building um uh, there should be four people at each precinct. So you have like one person who the first person they're there to make sure that the voter is in the right precinct and then to give them their like voter slip to fill out. And the second person is on a computer. They double check. They check what the person wrote down on their voter slip. And you cross reference that with what's in the registered voter database. And if those, you know, match up, you give that person a ballot and then the person votes, and then the for, the fourth person actually like uh, um, you know they they help make sure the person gets the the ballot into the machine if there's anything wrong with that, and they also they collect the the stubs you know they rip the stubs off the uh, the ballot, and then the third person is there to make sure that everyone has supplies like there's new ballots ready at the second person station there's more voter slips at the first person station and then when someone goes on lunch they can cover that person and then also if you if you have an absentee ballot or you requested an absentee ballot 
um, and then you sh you didn't turn that in, and you show up to vote in person, like that'll still like you know alert the voter database on like the second person's computer, and so that person like they can't vote until the city clerk spoils the absentee ballot so that way there's no danger of that person voting twice this election is gonna get and then, so so the, up. so the, so so and then you think <laughs> well, this is if that if that happens and it happened a lot it, the, in a the primary shows up and they're like shoot and i'm like oh you know i'm sorry sir ma'am but it shows you have an outstanding absentee ballot and they're like oh yeah like i just i never filled it in so i'm here so I need you to basically I need you to have the absentee ballot with you and if you have it with you then I need to call the city clerk's office and then I actually need to make sure I get to talk to the right person and then I need to have like an awkward three-way phone call between me the voter and the city person at the city clerk's office and get that absentee ballot spoiled then there's some extra record keeping where I need to actually physically take the absentee ballot from them and then I can issue them a ballot. And if they don't have the ballot with them, or if it's lost or something, they actually need to go to City Hall to like get that absentee ballot spoiled. Oh. Um, <laughs> and so you can imagine it. And what really so and for most of the precincts there, only there were only two people. And when someone goes on mm. lunch, there's only one person. And then imagine if there's something like that happens where there's literally one person there and you need to be calling the city clerk's office and you get transferred to the wrong person or you get put on hold and you're waiting and there's someone else saying, hey, the voting machine is like jammed up and it won't take my ballot. And there's someone else saying like, am I in the right precinct? And there's a line building up. And you ran and, out of some sort of. Yeah. Like, so that's why we need. People, because if so, we don't have enough people doing this, it's going to be a disaster. Here's my suggestion. Everybody go to find out where you can go to register as a poll person in Livingston County, which includes Howell, Michigan, mm -hmm. and uh, promise them that you're going to be there, and then just don't show up, and let them <laughs> deal with that fucking shit with all those fucking white supremacist motherfuckers that are all going to be voting Republican anyway. Well, and then, so one thing I will they're, they're, say... They, they already are fucking everything with, like... The Republicans are fucking everything with, like, uh, voter ooh, suppression. So, we, ooh, we, need ooh, to, so we need to, really to battle back. I, so I I'm actually, a Slytherin. I, so <laughs> I actually... You fight dirt with dirt. <laughs> so so uh, one, one thing I actually think is really smart is the city of Detroit is actually shutting down a lot of its city services on election day and they're taking a bunch of city staff and putting them as poll workers so that way they are 100% certain they have the polls in any Detroit area voting precinct fully overly Hell fully yeah. staffed so I really hope that other municipalities follow Mike Duggan's lead here because that that's uh, seriously, the more the merrier. The the more people we need, as many people as we can get. Are you guys doing absentee? Or are you going in person? I'm going in person. person. I'm going in person for the the whole uh, idea of the red mirage. If you guys are familiar with yeah, that, yeah, I've heard of the uh, blue shift. So I'm sure I'm sure certain that the red mirage is the same same type of deal. Yeah, because like the like the in case the like if, it, on election night Donald Trump wins, um, uh, but then the, there's a blue shift like after mm -hmm. the absentee ballots are yeah. counted. Yes. So like I we I would I think we're saying the same thing. Yes. Yeah. So I I just want to avoid 
any kind of misinformation that could arise on election night. Uh, the show is Donald Trump in the lead, and then once the final results come in, Biden's on top by a, 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 a surmountable amount, like a crazy amount. Yeah. He's going to like point to election fraud. He's been setting the stage for this since the beginning oh, yeah. of this yep. election. Dude, mm-hmm. like like that just yeah. that recent Supreme Court ruling with Pennsylvania that was four oh. four in the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to count uh, ballots three days after the election. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as they were mailed bef- or postmarked before the election day. Yeah. Um, you know, but if Amy Coney Barrett was on the Ooh, Supreme Court, yeah. they, that would not right. have been Ooh. that would not have and happened. That's so such a good so point. and here's a sleazy thing that Republicans are doing with votes. So in California, they the Republican Party is putting out uh you know ballot boxes in like out in public you know that say like official ballot box you know like because some states do that where they're like like mailbox essentially but they're just for submitting absentee ballots and the republican party is just putting out their own ballot boxes which is totally illegal and it says official on there which it totally isn't and the attorney general of California is like ordered them to remove those, and they're like, no, <laughs> they're just like, no, we're not doing that. And it's like that is like some like really that is hitting below the belt. That is some like new low of like sleazy lowbrow tactics. Like it, it, I think it's just more um, more overt. It's just like gerrymandering, but like, hey, um, uh, guys, we're running out of time. Wow. Do, you, do you guys want to keep talking? Uh, I'm good for sure. it. Sure. How are we doing on time? Okay, I have this. I have this drop that I can use right now, and we can um uh, go on for a little bit longer if you guys want to. Yeah, uh, we can do it overtime. Yeah, I'd be down to go till like eleven. All right. 10:30. Let me pause for one second. Overtime. All right, guys. We uh normally we end the podcast around this time, but we are gonna go for the first overtime segment since I used to do this with Brian Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, so to wrap up my point I was making with this is so, um, I, uh, you know, this is the first time ever that a political party has, um, actually tried to directly collect votes like this. And it should be obvious to anyone with a brain why this is, should not be legal or right for the political party to be able to collect votes. It's just, if you have a brain, then you can see why, why they have such a strong incentive to try and make sure that votes that they don't like don't find their way to the city clerk. Like, and nuts to you, NPR, if you're miserable, weak, spineless <laughs> coverage of this, you know, saying like, oh, well, the Republican Party is just making a really valid point about how uh, if unions are allowed to collect votes, then why not a political party? Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> Many things. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, yeah, gosh, yes. It, it, a, a union is not a political party. Like, the union does not have candidates who are actually being voted on. Well, just like with Citizens United, like, uh, you know, they view corporations and businesses as voices. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just it's just a ploy to get money to be able to buy shit, mm-hmm. which is, like, More what influence. America essentially is and has always been about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Capitalism. Yeah. Capitalism needs to die, and I don't have a solution that I can realistically sell to you without 
seeing a way Revolution. where there is some kind of corruption that goes with everything other than anarchism, which I know is an unpopular opinion, but I don't see any other way for shit not to be corrupted because power corrupts humans. And well, I heard a great quote. Sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Let's Since I, I heard a great quote about like that, that, that concept about power corrupts, I, I, I heard an alternative quote about how power reveals the inner person. So mm. reveals your true character. Reveals your true character. Oh, yeah, God, don't exactly. give me power. <laughs> <laughs> National Taco Tuesdays. <laughs> if you don't participate, you're in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Legally drunk every Tuesday <laughs> and on the weekends, obviously. <laughs> There's a mandatory margarita for every taco. <laughs> Do not become addicted to tacos, my friends. They will take hold of you, and you will resent their absence. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah we gotta like uh honestly we have an uphill battle because i feel like the only way this election doesn't turn into chaos after is if if joe biden wins in a landslide on election day otherwise trump's going to con- i mean even if that happens trump's going to contest trump's going to do something like apparently he's moving it, if he's mon- losing the waters <laughs> he can you imagine him ever accepting defeat for no. anything no yeah no mm-hmm. i mean that's mm-hmm. his Good point. Uh, his like his father raised him on the idea of like even you though have to be you, a killer even though you yeah. lose as long as you are louder than you have the to winner. declare victory it's like how i yeah. fucking play win. picto party on the wii u bringing it back to that like the louder you scream the more likely they're going to be able to hear your answer before somebody else's <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's like that's why we we need to really get out the vote because, you know, uh, Trump does not respect the institution of democracy, and it is not hyperbolic to say that democracy in the United States is on the ballot this year. Mm-hmm. We need to get Trump yeah. out of office. Yes, there are a million other problems I have to deal with. Yes, Biden isn't perfect, but it, it should it should be obvious. We we have to get Trump out of office. Because if we don't, nothing else matters. Yeah, and like, uh, I just saw something like uh, Barack Obama was just talking to... Oh, we missed that guy. Um, <laughs> but, but he was just talking about, yeah, voting, the act of voting is not, should not be, like, placed with the expectation of, like, everything fi- being fixed. Mm-hmm. All it's doing is just moving, like, a fucking boulder just a little fucking closer. Right. And or in this case, dodging a bullet. Yeah, yeah, it's really sense. But you know, like everyone, like to your point about, like, yeah, Biden's not nearly as perfect, not not anywhere close to the ideal candidate that I would personally want to back. But setting that aside, understanding that all you got to do, like, it just you can't get all of that at once, and you just yeah, move we the- cannot let the perfect be the enemy of the good here. Yeah, yeah. Because if we don't get the imperfect but good, we have Hitler too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and go- going to that unnamed uh, person that's undecided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly to that point. Yeah. Shout out to Mike Carls, <laughs> <laughs> who was undecided. Sorry to shout you out, Mike, but you know you've been posting on Twitter, so I guess I'm just gonna shout you out. Um, uh, but like last, but come to the light side, Mike. <laughs> The last, the last election, like he was a Bernie Sanders supporter, um, and then uh, when it was when Bernie lost to Hillary in the primaries, and then it's between Hillary and Trump, he ended up voting for Donald Trump, and right now mm-hmm. he is still undecided. 
according to his Twitter two days ago. And, which and it's like you know I can so I didn't vote for Trump, but when he was running for office, okay, there were some things. There were a few things that I can actually see why they would be appealing about his candidacy, but. You got like it's so obvious that even the 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 things that he initially was talking about that you know, might have sounded good, he's not following through on them. Mm-mm. No, he's, he he ran two years of as a control. populist candidate mm-hmm. who wanted to drain the swamp. Yeah, he's deep in the swamp, and now he's yeah. he's yeah. kind of trying to do the same thing, but it doesn't work because he's running. He's not his, an outsider. He, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> running against the establishment when he's been the establishment for the past four years. He's, he's still he's, shouting, he's "Make had, America Great Again!" When he's He's had that chance. Yeah, you've had he he the Republican Party controlled the presidency and both houses of Congress in Trump's first two terms of in office and had a leaned uh, towards the Supreme Court. Yeah, if he if he really wanted to build revitalize American infrastructure and really bring re, you know re, resurrect American manufacturing sector agriculture, if he really wanted to yeah make life better for small American farmers, and you know what. You know, encourage a, a culture where, you know, you don't have to, you know, be constantly worried about stepping on someone's toes or offending some coddled crybaby. He would have done it already, but he hasn't done it, and he's never going to do it. Whatever you, whatever good thing you're holding out hope for that he will do, he's never going to do it. The thing is, fucking, the, the only thing, thing is, if he a, wanted yeah. to be that uh, the populist, you know, the working man's president... He would have done it during this pandemic, this mm-hmm. uh, this, mm-hmm. uh, this crisis. I mean, yeah, like, made it to the, downplaying it. The 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 fact that he's downplayed the crisis and he's still doing it, which is the number one uh, uh, crisis or one number one uh, uh, reason people are voting, or the number one uh, uh, polit- political position, mm-hmm. and he's completely fucking fumbled it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just, like it almost it doesn't matter what he does. Like well, his base then, is and unmovable. Then, and then also, you know, I want to remind everyone because this does not get talked about enough. Trump puts little kids in cages after taking them away from the their ACLU. parents. Yeah, they said they have, what, like 500? Something yeah. like that. Oh, wow, I thought it was 300. Yeah, they have, like, I guess, yeah, I, I heard 300, you're saying 500 kids that they, the ACLU, cannot find these kids' parents. These kids' parents got deported or records were destroyed or mishandled or something, but they, there's, like, several hundred, you know, traumatized orphans totally unnecessary that trump has created and you cannot support that and expect people to respect you as a moral you know member of society you just you can't it's sad 545 uh, 500 other things about Mm -hmm. him Mm -hmm. it's 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 Mm -hmm. it's sad because like there's all like there's reasons people support trump like you know i we're all i i I guess a little I don't want to speak for you guys, but I would assume we're all friends with people who are going to vote for Trump. Yeah, I am yeah. related. I'm, I'm related yeah. to people. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, I came out. I came out of her ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a weird boy. <laughs> That's my mom. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, yeah, like, like, and it's just like everyone, like, you know, if we think about it, like, it seems so obvious to us that Trump is not the answer, and he seems like a fucking. Uh, the worst person, like, 
honestly, like one of the in the top, uh, the bottom one percent of people you would want to control America, yeah. and yeah. yet he is controlling solidly like thirty five percent of the country, and then um, there's this other percent of the country that's undecided, like my friend Mike Carl's out there, um, <laughs> and uh, people are going like he still has like I know the polls are going in the other direction, but they were going the other direction for Hillary, and mm-hmm. he has like a one yeah. in ten mm-hmm. shot of winning or one in twenty shot of winning right now. I think is the experts. Like I know Joe Biden has is the favorite, but still. People if, are still on board. If there's yeah. a one in twenty shot that an asteroid is gonna hit the earth, <laughs> yeah. not good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's terrifying, and yeah. I don't know why people aren't more up in arms mm-hmm. about it. And like, mm-hmm. I, and also, I don't know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. we are. It's like th- this election is making us realize how helpless we really are, because the powers at be are the powers at be, and the money that controls our world is really hard to stop that funneling towards the rich and mm. the powerful. And and this is one of the reasons why I keep preaching on this podcast, anarchism, as just not like as a full-on full, full on, um, uh, way to live by, but like as a quick reset until we figure shit out. I don't know. Well, it, it's like... But people are always going to want to control. It remind, so, Sounds like there's no solution. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. so we have to remember in trying times Robots. like this, you know, I, what are you I really a fucking think, commercial on CNN? So in, in trying times like this, you know, it's, it's really worth remembering, you know, uh, that there is progress being made, you know, we have, there are some victories we've scored, you know, we are, like, the progressive wing of the Democratic Party is making serious inroads in Congress, knocking out, you know, like, listless corporate Democrats and replacing them with real progressives, and then also, you know, to remember our history, to, you know, it's really worth you know looking into like reading the history of the like the great depression and how miserable and hopeless and bleak those days were and how that misery that frustration and powerlessness gave rise to you know popular fascism but how you know the despite all the all the despite despite all the odds, despite the seemed like the world was going crazy, and you know like those little Hitler mustaches were here to stay, you know that the the greatest generation actually like soldiered through, and yeah, they weren't perfect, but you know they soundly just you know defeated fascism and you know created many of the you know institutions that bettered our lives you know even you know this far into the future and you know re you know rereading that it really gives me hope and determination you know if those people could accomplish that much in even worse circumstances and without the internet to connect them then dang it you know we can do this but well, then we also got we also got to worry about all the the way the, inter- the internet is yeah, yeah. the misinformation of everything yeah. like well like you, you, you I, I mean there's each generation has its own battle to fight we have you know, um, that's um, that's never gonna change you know uh, that's this is it's our struggle i know we got like a little bit of time but like the on um, the have you seen the documentary the social dilemma 
Mm, I keep hearing that. I, I keep not wanting to watch it because I'm afraid. It does that I'm make not you feel like very, very dreadful. But it does uh, frame the the argument that our biggest uh, existential threat right now isn't even climate change. It's uh, it's social media yeah. because of the misinformation that we, we're in. Well, well I mean, there's, there's a difference between true history and then misinformation. Well, because you, without, there, there, without, you can learn history. Uh, you can uh, learn with this true misinformation. History. Yeah. We don't know what's yes, true, geez. what yeah. isn't, and then we can't decide what is the what is actually a problem. We if right. we can't decide what the problem is, we definitely are that the, we can't agree that there is a problem exists. We can't. Uh, we definitely can't agree how to fix that problem. The, the perfect example is QAnon. Like oh, that gosh. is a, that is something this. spread through so, 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 social media, and yeah. like there are people that like I matched with somebody on Tinder that is a QAnon believer, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, can I interview?" She's like, "Well, do you use a private VPN?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, well, then I'm not coming on your podcast. <laughs> like, okay, well, NSA's <laughs> listening. <laughs> but yeah, well, we have we have so many problems and so many issues that we don't have time to talk about everybody because we are right? running at the end of this. So I'm going to have to cut the conversation off so we can shout out where you guys want people to follow you and anything you want to promote. So we'll start with Jordan, the lead on this podcast tonight. Jordan, where can we find you and follow you? And is there anything you want to promote? Um, you can find me. I, I pretty much only post on Instagram because I like the, the format a little bit better. But if you can follow uh, my dog's Instagram, that's uh, that's Boy Luca. I think they, I think they follow me. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't follow animals. I <laughs> uh, uh, give him a follow. I, I I'm trying to post daily for him. But uh, best Boy Luca. All right, James. Where can we find you? Follow you? Anything you want to promote? Uh, find me on Facebook if you want to hang out. Um, <laughs> name's James Grenfell. Name's I don't know. Yeah. Julia or yeah. Oh, I didn't make an Instagram, but me, it's... Me, and, me and James fuck around on Steam all the time. Uh, uh, fruples for dinner. Fruples for uh-huh. the king. Fruples forever. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fruples for life. Vinny, anywhere we can find you, follow you? Uh, you know, uh, I just sure say really the, the important, you know, times like this, you know, it's the important to stay positive, you know, we're all suffering, we're all dealing with, you know, some freaking madness here, but, you know, we gotta, we gotta keep our chins up and soldier on, and if not, then, you know, let's all learn how to play the flamethrower guitar and stock up on chrome spray paint. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I don't know how that's related to how we can find you or follow you, but what <laughs> It's not. It's not. Follow his teaching. Follow his teaching. You can't follow me anywhere, really. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Wagella. Follow my other podcasts, Well That Sucked, wherever you can find podcasts. Follow my other other podcasts, 10 Dep Challenge on YouTube. Um, thank you guys for splitting sex with me. It's been a great uh, first episode with the new microphones. And everybody out there, remember, especially remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. But don't back off in your convictions because it's important. Thank you for splitting sixes, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye, everybody.